1: Good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm a little bit late getting started today, so I've, um, I've, sh- I've shushed myself off into the Shedbury so that they can all have the uh, front room and make breakfast and stuff like that, and um, undisturbed. It is a Sunday morning, after all, to be honest with you. So, uh, so the Q&A, here we go again. Uh, today's one is, uh, the main main topic of today's one is how many jobs should you been on for at once? I've done a few, there's a few questions that came in that are good ones, um, and i will try to think, well, what's the most pertinent? So. Anyway, just to start, before we start, uh, can I apologise to anybody who phoned me and I didn't get back to them because I've had a bit of a week of it. It just went ballistic. We're trying to sort things out. Um, I also had one day um, I I had a banksman decide to, you know, sort of beckon me into a hole. Now the steam is making a bit of a funny noise. I don't. I think it might be the pump. It might be not a big deal. It works. Um, and then I managed to uh, prang the van going for a seven-foot width restriction, which I can get through. I can get six foot eight. Not this one. Uh, and then I didn't secure the panic truck, and it slid into the back shutter, smashed the back shutter out of the out of its runners. Managed to get my knife out of my bag and get that back in, although it's a little bit wonky now. And then came home with a speeding ticket, which is brilliant. Uh, doing 53 miles an hour in a 40 mile an hour zone on the M25, I didn't even notice. I must have been preoccupied with everything, like you know. So, but anyway, I've got that sorted. I hope that side of things now. We've got other people, you got know, like someone else, I've got um, someone on that. So, um, now I should be refocused, I hope. But yeah, don't want too many like that, do you? Now that it's the end of the world, the steering will get fixed, the shutter's fine. I'll get someone to tie tar- up side of the van a little bit and speeding to get. Speed ticket, can't do a thing about that one. There we go. Right, so, today's QA. and uh, Darren Perrin says, should you bid on more than one job at once? Absolutely yes. Just keep bidding until you win them. Um, if you bid on one job, and you think oh I like that job and they'll say oh yeah we'll call you back you could be waiting there for five, ten minutes you can end up bidding on 6 jobs an hour that's not the way to do it just keep checking, keep checking when you, when you finish the job and you are sitting there bid or oh, that one I'll do, anything that you can bid on and if it's sort of, it's a little bit further away it's not quite the, what, the job that you want then bid on it but bid for more money that way if you win the job you want you'll be happy and if you win the job you don't want you'll still be happy because you've got more money and they can only say no they might think well that's a bit of a dear bid but then if they haven't got anybody and they need to get it off particularly if it's like a Friday afternoon where everything goes mental um, you can get mega dough on a Friday afternoon I'm not drivers out there getting like 150 quid for doing 65 miles in a Luton van because it's Friday afternoon and they need it off that's, I mean Mondays start a bit slow but Friday afternoons everybody wants, everybody wants everything out so they can shut down for the weekend so bear that in mind this is something I'm learning let me know if I'm right but I know I've seen some big figures come out but Thursdays and Fridays afternoon because they'd want to get it out. So, yeah, just keep bidding and bidding and bidding. And then if you win a job, why don't you take it? It's your job. And if a guy rings up two minutes later and goes, oh, Are you still available for that job? It's uh, no, sorry, mate. I'm on one now. <laughs> I always feel a little bit smug, like, Yeah, I was good, wasn't I? I was cheap. You should have given me it straight away, but hey, they'll just give it the next one on the list. So, it's nothing personal. Uh, Chris Cohen has made a point. He said Google Maps now has a speedometer. So, if you go to settings, then navigational settings, then driving options, and speed. There's a speedometer. Now I've got a speedometer at the bottom of mine. Um, I don't know if it does speed limits. I tend to use ways. Um, And that's why I say that's probably why I've gone so long without getting anything. But, I mean, you know, I've been driving pretty much all day, every day. It's going to happen sometimes. But Waze has a thing in the bottom. It tells you the speed limit for the area. And then a little red line, red red circle comes around it if you're exceeding the speed limit. And you do clock it. You look down and you go, oh, slow down. Um, It's not always 100% right. Like I say, when there's variable speed limits on the motorway, for example. um, They ping up. So you've got to be careful. But it's a handy tool to have. Don't rely on it. You've got keep your eyes out for signs, keep your eyes out for everything, but it is a handy tool to have. It gives you a rough idea if you're not sure. In a general area, it's very, very accurate. So, I like Waze, Waze is my favorite. Um, Lloyd J asked what his back load. Lloyd, I'm gonna do your own video on this one. Stick with me, son, I'll be there. Uh, Steve Davis, he says, if you have to deliver, you know, that's sort of where you're kipping, uh, if you're tramping, where to park your van overnight. He says, if I ever have to do- deliver to somewhere that's got a big yard at the back, what I tend to do is, is ask the man in charge. So do you mind if I get me head down, mate? You know, I've been on a road for a long time. He says, nine times out of ten, they'll say yes. Of course, you've got the permission. You've got no comeback, have you? So that's all cool. Um, Lee Westcott says, can you make a living without the CX and any van? Yes. You can be a window cleaner. No, joking apart, there's always ways to make living as a van driver. You can either be man and van. You can be small removals. There's a site out there called Shipley. You've got any van. You can sign up for City Sprints. You can sign up for um, Hermes. You can go to Amazon and deliver parcels. You can get yourself a waste disposal licence, and then you can advertise the fact that you do house clearances. There are many, many ways to make a living without a van. Um, the more you take on, the more chance you have. Do all of them. You might get a phone call one day for removal, the next day for a house clearance, the next day you might find something on Shipley, the next day City Sprint might phone you, and if you've got the CX when you're finished, go on the CX, this is why I love it, because it's live and it's quick. You go on the CX, there might be a job on the way back. You can make a living without, I mean, I understand that a lot of them might have like, you know, you've got your upfront costs and all that, but as I keep saying, particularly with the CX, your upfront cost is about 50, 60 quid for the month. You get that one job. If you get one job on the way back, you know, it's up to you, though. You don't have to. You do it however you like. There are always ways to make a living with a van. The best way to make a living with a van is to have an uncle or a cousin or someone like that who's got um, his own manufacturing factory and he needs you to deliver stuff every day and pays you because then you know exactly where you're going, exactly what you're doing, you've got a guaranteed wage. But that's only if you've got someone who needs something delivered. If you haven't, you jump on, do all of the above and hope it comes to you. But yes, you can make it any way you like, you know, sort of hope that helps. Um, Danny Richardson said, is there a CX test? Yes, there is. But (laughs) you can't fail it. It's a bit like the knowledge. You can just, you don't actually ever get kicked off. You just give up. The thing, the only difference between the knowledge and the CX test is the knowledge is really, really hard. And the CX test is really, really easy. Um, It probably took, I mean, Tony says you can go in hard to start. He says you can pull over and do it on your phone. It takes 15 minutes. I wouldn't recommend that. It doesn't take 15 minutes. It takes about an hour to complete, maybe a bit longer than an hour. Um, And um, I recommend you do it on a computer. It's just easier. Um, There are two main questions that are gonna come up on the CX test. Can you co-load? No, you can't co-load unless you've got express permission from both the shippers to say that you can co-load. And can you give out business cards? No, you can't give out business cards. This is classed as poaching. If they catch you giving out business cards, if someone reports you, they will chuck you off the CX. The other questions are general questions, but a lot of them are kind of common sense. And there's a tutorial, they show you a video about three minutes before they do the test that has the answers to all the questions in the test. So what you do is you watch the three minute video, then you do the test, and if you get it wrong, You watch the video again, knowing what the questions are, and then go back and answer the questions. You can even watch the video, write the questions down on a piece of paper, go back and answer them. Honestly, if you can read and write, you can pass the CX test. It's not tricky. They're not trying to trip you up. They're not trying to cause a barrier of entry. They just want to make sure that you know the rules. Because that way, if they turn around you and say, you're giving out business cards everywhere, you can say... I don't know, I didn't know all about that. Well, you did, because the question came up four times in the test and you answered it. So that's really what the test is about. Don't be frightened of it, guys. Um, it's it's very doable, honestly. And like I say, if you do the test and you can't pass it, then I'm going to think this is probably not the job for you. Uh, what other questions have we got here? Maurice, Maurice Treller, do you quote VAT? I've said this before, when I quote my prices, my prices aren't without VAT. So, if I quote on say an eighty mile job or a ninety mile job in a Luton van i 'd quote them one hundred pound when they when i put the, the the money when I put that figure into the c x app when i create the invoice at the end of the app, it automatically adds on twenty percent for that, so that would come um, what did i say a hundred pound one hundred and twenty pounds they get the invoice they pay it. In over 400 invoices, one person has run up and went, I didn't realise you were VAT registered. At which point, because that means he wasn't VAT registered, so I've just quoted him £80, £90, and £100, and he's suddenly got to pay extra money. And I so, then you turn around and you say, well, it does say on my CX page that I'm VAT registered. And I think, to be honest with you, most people that run on the CX must be VAT registered. You've got to be VAT registered. If you're not, you're giving away 20%. And that's just, you know, it's a tough enough game to make money without throwing it away. So VAT registered is a way forward. Um, Roy Sevathrula I think yeah sorry about that mate not good not good at names Uh, the ferry price to Ireland so John came up with the ferry price to Ireland he said the price seemed quite high what's the best time to travel this is where the channel comes in in handy I don't know (laughs) I've never I've, I've, I've never left I've never gone on the water I've been to Wales I've been to Scotland I've been to all around England. I tend to stick locally not because I'm frightened of tramping or anything like that but because in my experience I've kind of I've got local people that I, if I'm local I know local jobs and I'm, on a Monday, Tuesday, on the afternoon, I can go, Mark, anything coming out of Vauxhall? Or Mick might go, there's a kidney machine coming out of Newport Pagnall. Uh, if I'm in Scotland, and they go, anything, I can't get anything out of Vauxhall because I'm 300 miles away. So, yeah, actually, I tend to stay local because it makes more, more sense for me. I'm doing less diesel. I get to sleep in my own bed. Um, but I mean, there may come a time I might give it a go. I'm kind of curious to be honest with you. Is that Wild West hero life on the road? You know, yeah, you know, kind of. And you get to see a lot of the country, and it's kind of weird waking up in different places. There's Michael Ogden out there. Who you know, he's got his own channel. He's big on the train pin thing. Um, uh, yeah, watch his videos. Uh, I think he'll probably show you a bit more about it than me because he, he's doing it. Fair play to him. But me, maybe I'm a bit of a wuss, I don't know, sitting at home. But so what I would ask you guys out there, I mean. I know you can get I don't know, my fear with Ireland as well is a bit like Scotland. I know I'll be cool getting out there, but I don't know how well i would do coming back. Um, But any advice, any tips on this, anyone out there who's done Ireland, who's done France, or has run some furniture down to Portimao or Brindisi or some places off the top of my head, um, let me know. Anyone saying anything to America? I know you do that. I'd be curious. I think you stick on a plane, but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. Um, there was one other thing. Oh yeah, to Khalid uh, um who signed up as a subby because he was an ex-trader himself. Hello, mate. Yeah, I know the market's got a bit tough near the end, didn't they? Uh, well, I hope it's working out for you. And um, where did you work? I'm curious to know. You can leave something in the comments if you like. So, and finally, thanks very much to anyone who watched the um, the scooter video. It's my father-in-law, and because. I said I'd do it, um, but, I, but you know what it's like. Um, none of us know how long we got. I might get here by a bus tomorrow. Um, and we got the odd video of Graham, like, you know, doing a thing and Christmases and all that kind of stuff, but not really. It tends to be photos. And I, I just kind of wanted it, just because you never know. And for future generations, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. If anyone says, What was your great granddad like? There's mountains on me. He was a very dull man. who spent his Sunday mornings talking nonsense in a shed. Uh, But, yeah, but that's nice. It was nice to have him. It was nice to have him with his scooter. He's proud of that. And, um, yeah, it's a really nice thing. So, anyway, that's today's Sunday report. Um, Q&A. Hope you're well. Hope you're having a lovely weekend. I'm going to go out and cut the grass now. So, uh, take care, take money.